Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Yeah, welcome back to Matt Chat. That's right, this is the show where a bunch of patrons, uh, they're paying us way too much money, send in their video questions, and uh, we love every single one of them for yes. it. Yes. Exactly. Anyways, no, this is great. I love the show. This is like my favorite show that we do. I'll be completely honest. Not just because this is the show that, you know, uh, a bunch of our friendos send. Well, that's basically the reason why. Because I like all the friendos sending in their video questions. I think it's fantastic. Don't you? Yeah, it's good. Agree or disagree? Yeah. No good? It's yes, fine. good. It's great. I like this better than Countout. Yeah. Because Countout, I have to, like, do all the stuff in OBS versus kind of a pain in the butt. This, I just sit here and watch you do it. Yeah, I do all that. So I don't have to do anything. I need to talk. I can just sit here and listen to some Jerry Rafferty. Yeah, we were listening to some uh, Baker Street before we got started oh, today. King shit song right Put there, us man. in the mood Absolutely. to debate some real wrestling topics. Speaking of amazing wrestling topics, our first question comes to us via AOR. Oh, by the way, if you want. Why are you restarting on me already? Your computer's got something wrong with it. It's got a mind of its own. Anyways, uh, speaking of which. Um, A.O. Worm, one of our favorite Matt Chatters, has a question. He's hanging out in Chicago. Oh, he's on vacation. He's on some R&R or some shore leave, whatever it is. And uh, he's got a great question. question it's my of favorite the week. question maybe of all time. Question of the week. Maybe all time, yeah. Hey, friend, it's A.O. Worm here. So I'm currently on vacation in Chicago back at home, sweet home. But I have a question for you guys. So in Discord chat today, we just had our own mini Royal Rumble with fast food restaurants overall we had wendy's going over but for you guys who do you guys think would win in a royal rumble with all fast food characters who would win who had the most eliminations who would be the first one out who would be the first two the whole nine yards guys thank you to sweethearty handshake i'm out thank you ao worm he got his he, like he couldn't be more chicago he's got that bull shirt on he seems very happy. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good rest and relaxation? Oh, I know. Right. Um, also, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Today, it's Money in the Bank Day. Yes, we're and streaming later today. We are live streaming our reactions to Money in the Bank. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. And you don't even have to respond. You don't, there, there is no better answer. Oh, I can and I will. There is no. Okay. First of all, the participants. Okay. What's Ronald McDonald. Yeah. He's got his cast of characters, though. Yeah, you got to have the Hamburglar. 
I feel like Hamburglar will be the Tank Abbott type. He might pull a shiv. Yeah, he might. On some or a shank, whatever You got it is. Grimace. Yeah, Grimace. You got to get Mac tonight in there. More of a Bray Wyatt supernatural type character. Yeah. He's the literal moon. Yeah. Um, um, you got to have Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah, Little Caesars. The Noid. The, the Noid. That's old school, though. The yeah. Domino's doesn't use that anymore. No. Wendy's. Yeah. Some intergender action yeah. in there. Um, Jack in the Box. Yeah. Big giant head. Probably can eat a fist. Uh, the Arby's uh, oven mitt. Yeah, that's like, that's like Hornswoggle. Yeah. He's not. He doesn't have a chance. No, here's the answer. HBKFC. It's Colonel Sanders. HBK as Colonel Sanders. He's the greatest Royal Rumbler in history. I don't know if that's true. Oh, I think that's absolutely true. He has the probably the best win in history. I don't know. Ric Flair might have that. He came in number one. But he, he, the match was only until the end. Yeah, he's not the only person to do that. And of the people who have done it, he's that was the shortest of the matches. It was thirty-eight minutes. It's HBK, greatest Royal Rumbler ever, as his HBKFC persona. He'll beat any of these guys, any of them. He's the only legit wrestler in the pack. You don't know that. You don't know what the Burger King's amateur background was Look, before he was the king of burgers. Just because. Is that your answer, the well, Burger King? I got to say, I, I, I gave serious consideration to, to Mac Tonight. Supernatural character. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I have fond memories of Mac Tonight from when I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that McDonald's doesn't bring back Mac Remember Tonight. Remember when I bought off eBay All those five? Cups. I never saw one of them. I don't know where any of them are anymore. I bought five of them off eBay, all for you. I yeah. was going to take one. Yeah. Never gave them to you. No. Held on to them. Have no idea what happened to them. Yeah. Like, I used them all for various things. Like, yeah, I remember you <laughs> used to produce one and drink water while we were shooting stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't tell you, man. Stuff happens. But yeah, no, it's my, fine. Come on, it's HBK. So. No, no, it's the Burger You're King. You're crazy. Just because he walked Floyd Mayweather. No, nah, it goes well beyond that. Was it Floyd Mayweather? I yeah. Think. Yeah, okay. And 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 he showed up randomly at the Kentucky Derby a couple years back. It's pretty funny. He had his own video game. He had his own video game. He was a stealth. He was a stealth fighter. You, What's he, wrong with stealth that? doesn't help you in the Royal Rumble. Sneak King. Oh, man. That's what it was called. No way, and man. And yeah, man, he, 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 he lays low. He'll be the one that, that, that kind of lays on the apron. Hugs the ropes like Road Dog did a few years back, or several years back. And when the opportunity presents itself, he will strike and he will eliminate HBKFC and take the prize home. Winner of the fast food Royal Rumble. You're crazy. It's the Burger King, man. You're Who's crazy. the coolest? Burger King. K he, he goes up KFC. to somebody he's about to eliminate, does this. Man, clothesline elimination. Look at how KFC has embraced the zeitgeist with all the rotating cast of uh, comedians playing the Colonel Sanders. Man, come on! You got Norm Macdonald, we Jim Gaffigan. Know, we don't know who's under that giant plastic helmet the King wears. Who do you think could be like Anderson Silva? Um, Alistair Black. Oh wow, Black Mass for Burger King. Yeah, not doubt yeah. it. Psych. No, yeah. HBKFC. No you, way. You go with the sure thing. I'm, I'm, You're crazy. I'm, I'm about as huge of an HBK fan there is, but when it comes to the Burger King. No way, man. No. You're crazy. No. Moving on, Stevie Bradley, the enforcer himself, uh, is bringing this back down to an interpromotional rivalry. Let's see what he has to say. Good morning, Steven Larson. It's your boy, the official going in raw enforcer, Stevie Bradley, here for a mad chat question. Now, hot off the heels of Dominion. With everything that happened, one thing that was digging in my mind this morning, Chris Jericho winning that belt, uh, the Intercontinental belt in New Japan, does that now make him the greatest Intercontinental champion of all time? And if that's the case, 
Is Chris Jericho now on your personal Mount Rushmore? Let me know your thoughts, guys. Too sweet, hearty handshake. You, 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 info, you gotta not drive while you're doing questions, man. Oh, well, he, that just he, made me nervous. Yeah, it was a hands-free situation. It was fine. Oh, that's dangerous. He was looking directly at us, though, and not the road. Well, he was, you know, he was stopped at the stoplight. Looked like was proceeding oh, at no. a low rate of speed, Oof. and he wrapped it up. Oof! You gotta trust the enforcer. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not I sure. Go first. I, look, I entrust, I entrust him. I trust the enforcer to have our backs in a bar fight, you know, but maybe not to to shuttle us from venue to venue. I'll trust the enforcer. Wow. Anyways, I'll go first. Yes. Chris Jericho, the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Mm. As far as I know, he is the only person to win the Intercontinental Championship in multiple promotions. I did zero research to, to uh, back that up. I'm just guessing that's hopefully the case. I don't know. Did Shelton Benjamin win the uh, IWGP Intercontinental title when he was in uh, New Japan? Probably not. You talk, and I'll look oh, it yeah, up. Oh, yeah, look that up, see if what I just said was right. It might not be. Regardless, Chris Jericho still holds the record for most WWE Intercontinental title reigns. Um, he is now a one-time IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Um, he's proven uh, across multiple promotions, too, in fact, that he is worthy of holding that title. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you, you said this before, so I'm not really spoiling your answer. Sombra had it. Oh, interesting. that's cool. I'm not really spoiling your answer because you said this the other day, that you still consider Miz the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time because Jericho's accolades um, in total transcend the, the 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 label of greatest intercontinental champion of all time but i think he can be more than one thing he can mm-hmm. be more than the goat part of being the goat can include being the greatest intercontinental champion of all time that's an accolade that could fall under that umbrella very easily the second part of stevie bradley's question is jericho on my personal mount rushmore i don't think he's quite there yet Who, um, what is the so top four who's your personal Rush, mount rushmore well there's of course minoru suzuki Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Can I ask Suzuki on there twice? Um, a Pancrase Minoru Suzuki plus current New Japan uh, Minoru Suzuki. Mount Rushmore. Done. If you want to waste entries, go ahead. Can I do Suzuki, 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 yeah, Suzuki? I, I went Minoru Suzuki now. Pancrase yeah. Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki in Virtual Pro Wrestling 64. That's probably prime. That takes the George Washington spot. And then uh, I'll have Shawn Michaels on there as well. Okay. Three Suzuki's and an HBK. Yeah. Maybe the worst Mount Rushmore. Oh, that's seen. the best. I mean, it'd probably be the really devastating one. No, listen. Jericho, is he on my Mount Rushmore right now? It's probably Stone Cold, Farmer Brown, CM Punk, and yes, Chris Jericho. Is he the greatest IC champion of all time? No. And it's simply due to kind of a technicality. He His best work was not as Intercontinental Champion. Miz is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. He has done so much to elevate that title. His best work has been as Intercontinental Champion. Chris Jericho's best work has been outside the Intercontinental Championship scene. Um, he was a very, he was, I, I honestly think he was, a, he was an IC champion for as long as he was, or for as many reigns as he was, because he was one of the most reliable guys in the company. Um, but, uh, and you know, he's, yes, he's one of the all time greats, uh, but I, I don't think of him as, you know, I, the Miz, his best work has been as IC champion. Um, and I, I kind of think that's the qualifier. My MVP was the U.S. champion. Okay. So, I mean, that, that's kind of the closest you're going to get. Let me, let me ask you this. Say the Miz, he wins money in the bank today, Sunday, goes on, cashes in on Daniel Bryan, has an incredible reign as WWE champion. 
uh, uh, a period of which that uh, many people consider that his best work. If that were to happen, would you uh, would you be swayed to think he, that he would have to Jericho like, could assume the the, uh, the mantle of greatest intercontinental champion? I mean, I guess the the conversation would have to be had. The conversation would have to be held. I guess, but I kind of find it difficult to believe that he would have. Like he's he's done his best work. I think I'll put it this way: the Intercontinental Championship I don't think has ever been better than with the Miz. Him with the IC title has been the best IC title stuff there's been. Um, and so for him to leave the conversation of IC champion, somebody else would have to come around and have like you know have to define the IC championship. In that sort of way, mm-hmm. and I just think it'd be really difficult for for anybody to do that. All right. So, uh, so that's sort of my answer. Okay. I mean, is he is he you know one of the all time greats? Yeah, but at a certain point, you sort of transcend, um, you know, mid card greatest of all time. He he enters the lexicon of you know all time greats. Yeah. So understood. That's my uh, that's my feelings on that. Now getting back to what I said, I thought Stevie Bradley was doing. Thayer Thabata wants to talk about interpromotional. Rivalry. Yeah. Which Intercontinental Championship is most prestigious? WWE or IWGP? Thank you, Thayer Thabata. That was quick. That was quick. That He's was he quick. he does quick questions now. Fast fast talker. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, I'll go first. It's the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The uh IWGP championship has only been around since twenty eleven. Uh MVP was the first one to win it, so that's meh. Granted, the first person to have the IC championship was Pat Patterson. Won a tournament that never even happened. Which is kind of cool, man. That's really neat. It's like an unsolved mysteries thing. No, it's Um, been solved. Didn't happen. The man to bring the IWGP Intercontinental Championship to uh, sort of prominence was Shinsuke Nakamura, which is like like a couple years ago. Well, it was like, further away. Not exactly. Not exactly a long lineage. And even if you take a look at. Who's holding it now? Chris Jericho, one of the greats, sure. Part of that, Naito had it for half a second before Suzuki had it before him. I mean, Suzuki had his best belt in the world. Um, Seth Rollins has it right now. So even right now in this moment, right now in this Wait, moment. Wait, Seth Rollins has the IWGP Intercontinental Championship? No, no the WWE Championship. Oh, you didn't the say WWE, that. I got excited for a second. The, uh, the, the title change happened, cross-promotion that I'm Pretty sure you would know about that one. Uh, the WWE Intercontinental Championship right now is the top championship title on the top brand in the WWE, the top promotion in the world. So yes, right now, even right now, the WWE Intercontinental Championship is much more prestigious than the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. That's a fact. There is no there is no scenario in which you can state the IWGP Intercontinental Championship is uh is a more prestigious belt than the uh, WWE IC title. So we can just move on now. No, no. I'll, I'll DJ try to, Mott no, has no, a question. Make, I'm going to try to make the case for this because that's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, here's the thing. I'm happy you brought up Nakamura's reign as Intercontinental Champion because that's when it did. he did bring that belt to prominence. He was a five-time IWGP Intercontinental Champion. And uh, starting with him, um, there have been times when it's been a 1A, 1B situation between the IWGP heavyweight title and the Intercontinental title. Probably most recently when Naito had it the first time when he was throwing it around, breaking it. Sure, yeah, he great. was disrespecting the belt but he had that title because he was like i mean he still is he's like the most popular guy in the company um okada had his his amazing title reign meanwhile you got naito over here busting this belt to shit as the most popular guy sure him treating the belt like that could probably be seen as disrespectful at the same time though he put such a focus on that title 
that that it becomes. That's what I love about it. The reason he hated that title so much, he wanted to bust it to hell, was because that title, the match for that title, took his Wrestle Kingdom main event away from him. It was Nakamura versus Tanahashi. I thought he said he hated that title because there was too many titles. Well, that's what he said. But if you <laughs> listen, listen, the subtext of it was that he still held the grudge because he lost his Wrestle Kingdom main event. When is the Intercontinental, has the Intercontinental title ever main event at WrestleMania? No. He couldn't even sell his IC title for a ham sandwich, so I don't want to hear about it. Intercontinental title. He tried to. The IWGP Intercontinental title is a prestigious belt, but it's not currency. It's not <laughs> well, legal tender. Well, now, would you make a tried, ham sandwich for a title? If he tried to go like to a swap meet and bartered. Flea market, yeah. Flea market, and then he might have gotten somewhere. Let me ask you something. Swap meets. Is that a fairly literal definition? Do you go and barter? Maybe, you know, initially, originally. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you can go there, say, you know. I Today, have, like Denios. I, that, I, that's I, a flea market, though. Yeah. Like if, if you go to a swap meet and say, look at this awesome uh, velvet painting I have. What can I get for this of the wares you have? The only swap meet I'm aware of is the Slauson swap meet. And I just know the name because of the Dr. Dre album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been to one, a swap meet before in Vegas. Did you observe bartering? No, I was young. I bought stuff. Oh, but you didn't barter. Mm-mm. But then what would you, if you're young, what would you have to barter really? Nothing. Nothing, right. No, just toys. Yeah. Well, at the time I was really into baseball cards, so I could have like done some deals. That's what I bought. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Anyways, it's WWE. Can no, it's, yeah, right now been it's, around it's, for it's how WGP, man. No, Look crazy. who just had it. Minoru Suzuki, the greatest wrestler of all time. Okay, see, you're tainted. You're tainted. When he has that title around tainted. his waist, that immediately... Look who has it right now, your favorite wrestler, Seth Rollins. He's not my favorite wrestler. Minoru Suzuki is my favorite wrestler. I think deep down, you know the truth. Yes, Minoru Suzuki is my favorite wrestler of all time. You just look deep down? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have to look deep down and... and, and, and I stand and, corrected. And, and, ...and know that fact. It's a fact. I've known that for a while. DJ Mott has a question, Larson. Why don't we just answer his because you're just you're wrong here. No, I'm right. You're wrong. Hey, Steven Larson. DJ Mott here. Quick question for you. Who do you think going into Sunday would benefit more from winning the Money in the Bank briefcase? Uh, Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens? I think Samoa Joe, just because I want to see the matches he's going to have with AJ and Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke. Um, but on the other hand, I also want to see Kevin Owens because I think he's earned it. So what do you guys think? Thanks for Thanks for taking the time. See you later. Thank you, DJ Mott. Thank you, DJ Mott. He, I go first. Did he, did he make that video even more vertical than vertical videos already are? It feels like it was like a little sliver of video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Focused mainly on his mouth. I don't know. In any event, good question. You yeah. go first. Oh, it's who, Joe. Who would benefit it's Joe. most? Um, since his debut about a year ago, Joe has kind of hopped from mini feud to mini feud. He's had a couple things interrupted by, uh, due to injury. But there's never been a prolonged feud that Joe's been engaged in. Sure. Um, and beyond his his feud with Seth, and his, I guess his stuff with Brock, um, there, there really doesn't seem to be a whole lot of direction for Joe. Yeah. And I feel like if he were to capture that Money in the Bank briefcase, mm-hmm. first of all, he would do fantastic work with it. Yeah. Um, he's the, one of the perfect guys. In the, I mean, him and Owens are probably the two. Him, Owens, and Miz are the three perfect guys to win that, that, uh, that briefcase. Sure. But... Uh, more than anything, I feel like it would give Joe purpose, um, direction. Um, there would be storylines that would just present themselves because he has that briefcase. Um, and that hasn't always happened during his tenure in WWE. He's kind of skipped around from thing to thing. Nothing prolonged. Some highlights, but uh, 
not a whole lot of like truly memorable moments, moments I can think of for Joe, apart from that thing, the bit with Paul Heyman when he got in his face, oh, told great. me he was going to put him to sleep. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was like his most memorable moment so far in WWE. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like Joe with briefcase, um, he can he can carry it with 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 class. He can be sinister with it. He can drive people crazy, uh, 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 teasing cash-ins. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be great, and I think he'd benefit tons holding that briefcase. I feel, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I feel like this is sort of a 1A, 1B situation. Um, they kind of occupy the same space uh, on their respective brands. Um, I, I would say uh, my, my personal feeling is Kevin Owens uh, would actually benefit more from having the, the briefcase. Uh, Kevin Owens, uh, I feel like he, he kind of needs, I mean, I feel like he needs it a bit more than Joe. Joe literally just showed up um, that one episode of SmackDown Live when he uh, debuted, and he just called out AJ Styles on the spot. He's al- he already has that credibility to come out, challenge AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura, whoever holds the title, and be legitimately inserted into that scene. Kevin Owens, as a character right now, the way the scene is playing out on Raw, kind of needs something to make a case for himself to be inserted into the top scene. You know, scene. he has a case. He never got his universal title rematch. Yeah, but they never care about that. I mean, in that respect, Finn Balor has the exact same They brought it up, brought it up uh, this last week. Yeah, no, I know, but that never seems to matter no, with know. management it in the storyline. It should because it's conveniently forgotten when it helps them push the stories Finn's they want been to. talking about that forever. I know. Um, yeah, he's another guy who never got his rematch. In any event, right now Brock Lesnar is out there in the universe somewhere fighting aliens, uh, supposedly, for this universal championship. Um, Wait, aliens? Yeah, that's sort of the joke. That's why he's not around. Cause he's, Where does that joke come from? I've never heard that. Championship. I don't know. It's fucking Twitter. Facebook, oh, pay right. attention, maybe. Maybe get out in the world. Look at stuff. Well, I mean, if I'm going to get out in the world... Why I'm, are you talking? It's my argument why, right now. If I'm gonna get out you in, just interrupt my shit. If I'm going to get out in the world and like do stuff, then why am I bothering to be on social media? I'm I not know, exploring man. the I'm world. I'm just fucking enjoying, talking shit right now. Why yeah. are you talking? You're just talking during I'm my I'm trying segment. to make sense of your, your, your trash talk. It's not making any sense to me. Anyways, continue. Yeah, anyway. I don't, why are you asking where jokes come from? I fucking read them on the internet. Because I hadn't heard them before. I'm just curious. Can I, I be curious? Know. No, you can't be curious. Anyways, I feel like Kevin Owens needs something storyline-wise to insert himself back into that main event scene. Right now, Brock Lesnar, it's just it's occupied by Brock Lesnar, for some reason Roman Reigns, and then maybe Braun Strowman. And then everybody else that's really deserving, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, they all really, they, they should be up there in the main event scene, but they all seem to have to fight extra hard than the guys who are just getting the opportunities up here. Roman Reigns is the main guy I'm talking about. So you have Kevin Owens down here, and he could be a savior type like Seth Rollins was for WrestleMania 31 to come in, like maybe at SummerSlam if they do go with Roman Brock, to come in, cash in. People would go crazy because of Kevin Owens. He'd get it. He'd do a wonderful heel run as a two-time Universal Champion. Uh, and then bring bring that title kind of back down to earth with guys like Finn and uh, Braun and, uh, and Seth Rollins. So uh, I don't know. I feel like Joe doesn't really need it because the WWE title is more – sort of grounded on SmackDown than the Universal Championship is on Raw. And so I think storyline-wise, it makes sense more sense for Kevin Owens. All right. That's why. Can I ask you questions at like for the rest of the show or or no? I don't you do what you want to do. It's your show. You can do what you want to do. Do we have another question loaded up? Yeah, we do. We might want to load it up then, huh? Well, it's ready to go. Go ahead. This one's from TNA for life. Let's see mm. what he has to say. I love him. Come on, play the question. Do it. Come on, dude. I like this guy. 
What up, friendos? It is TNA for life here for another Matt Chat question. Steven Larson, I want to know if you could have one of these tag teams in the WWE and only one, which would it be? The Young Bucks or the Golden Lovers? Thank you very much. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Peace out. Thank you, TNA for life. I love that name. It's a great name. Are you, are you watching Impact yet? No. God, fucking useless. Anyways, which tag team would you rather have in the WWE? Well, you go first. I went first last time. Young Bucks. All right. Why? What do you mean why? They're great. Yeah, they are. Have you not seen a Young Bucks match before? I've seen several. Before? Yeah. I just really good. This last, this last weekend. Why yeah. wouldn't you want them in the WWE? Well, I do, but if, yeah. I had, if I had to pick between the Young Bucks and Golden Lovers, give me the Golden Lovers. Oh, they're really good, too. They are Golden great. Lovers. They're great. That's my, that's my choice. They're, no, Golden that's my lovers. choice. No. We can't have the same choice. Yeah. Young Bucks. Okay, then I'm Golden Lovers. How about both teams? Well, ideally, yes. No, nah, the answer is the Young Bucks. Am I going first here? Yeah. Young Bucks. Yeah. Because look at them, man. They're money. There's so many. Like, right now, you got some really great tag teams in the WWE. You've got the New Day. You've got the Usos. You've got the Undisputed Era. You've got Heavy Machinery. You've got Street Profits. You've got War Raiders. TM61. You say Thebar? Ascension. Uh, yeah, Thebar. Usos. No, you, got, you, got, Usos? you got a ton of great tag teams. And I feel like, look, do the Young Bucks need ever to go to the WWE? Of course they don't. Would it be a shame as a fan of professional wrestling not to be able to see the Young Bucks on the grandest stage of them at all? To see if they can take on the challenge of wrestling uh, telling compelling stories in the ring under the restrictions that the WWE has on the wrestlers. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think it'd be a blast. I think it'd be great. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're, they're the iconic tag team right now in the world of wrestling. Golden lovers. Sometimes. I mean, Kenny's a singles guy. They're not really a tag team. They're not going after tag team gold. So, I mean, honestly, the golden lovers coming to WWE, it would just be an excuse to have, a singles run with Kota Ibushi and a singles run with Kenny Omega. Yeah, so I was going to say. That's fine. That's fine. Be a way to introduce them, and then they can eventually split, do their own singles run. Can you imagine WWE creative trying to handle a Golden Lover storyline? I don't want to. No. <laughs> so maybe there's the answer right there. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So anyways, there you go. But then again, any, any, any avenue by which Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi could find their way to WWE. Could you imagine, Thumbs dude, up to Kenny that. Omega and Seth Rollins going at it over that Intercontinental Championship. It'd be great. The most prestigious title on Raw. It'd be pretty great. It'd be pretty good. In wrestling. Add Kota Ibushi to the mix there, too. Oh, who wouldn't want that? Oh, man. Absolutely. Man, I want to see Kota Ibushi versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be spectacular. You know I'd love to see? Kota Ibushi on 205 Live. Because had he signed with the WWE, that's where he'd be. I know. <laughs> but he didn't. No, I don't want to see that. No. Oh, God, no. I don't want to see that. No, he's a heavyweight now. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, the B man, Patrick Sparks, he's got a question. I love roll this one. I like this question. What? Well, Patrick Sparks. He's got a question. Come on. You hit the button. Ah, I thought the space bar would do it. Nope. Bastard. Hey, friendos. Pat here. So money in the bank Sunday. It's going to be fun. Personally, I kind of want either Miz or New Day to win, but I would Probably more prefer New Day because it'd be a lot more fun, the free bird rule and everything. The only thing that scares me about that is part of me thinks that Vince or just booking, creative, whatever, in the first place is going to think that to end said storyline, they're going to split up the New Day. So I want you to debate how in any way this could be beneficial to the company or New Day. 
based on storyline or how it'd be detrimental. Thanks, friendos. Bye. Thank you, Patrick Sparks. Thank you, B-Man. B-Man. Anyways, uh, we don't really have to debate anything here. Is there any benefit to breaking up the New Day? No. No, I think they can they can pursue uh, singles uh, uh, gold while still being a unit. Yeah, they could sort of transition if they're going to stay away from tag team wrestling. They can transition into more of a faction. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, look, we heard this months and months and months ago. And there seems to be some sort of validity to it, maybe. Oh, that, that uh, McMahon really, really wants to make them sort of, historically speaking, the greatest tag team of all time. So he's sort of endeavoring to do that. Um, and they haven't, they haven't been broken up. So I assume. And here's the thing about the New Day is that even in their tag team matches, they are still innovating tag team wrestling. They're doing new things all the time. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun to watch. And as long as they're still, as long as they still keep it fresh, which in my opinion they do, yeah. there's zero reason to break them up. Exactly. There's no reason why Big E can't chase the WWE Championship while still being a member of the New Day. The idea of them, which we floated endlessly, of them freebirding the a WWE title, title yeah. a singles title, yeah. is intriguing, oh, is yes. different, it's unpredictable. Um, it'd be tons of fun. Uh, I'm not as look would I put it past the WWE to do something that would disappoint everybody and break them up yeah no I wouldn't put it past them I don't think they're going to do that though. yeah I hope I not think the, I think the New Day are too much money to do yeah. that yeah and all of a sudden you'd have three singles guys out there in a very crowded singles men's singles scene I don't know if they want that I know I think it'd be it'd be a bad move their chemistry is too great another thing to consider I think they're making some, at least some decent change off of that up, up, down, down stuff, mm -hmm. and it's only getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. Mm -hmm. Why would they mess with that? Because I know, I know. like it's not. I, mean, I know it's Xavier Woods and friends, basically, but the New Day are all over that thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. What do you have to say about no, that? No, no. I, I, I think they can. They could easily yeah. have them pursue singles titles. Yeah. While still being part of the group, yeah. I don't think it, you know it, it's it's a mutually exclusive thing. Where if they're going to be singles wrestlers, they can't be members of the New Day. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm sorry, man. I'm just sorry. Did that to my coffee. You know what, man? It's like me throwing rocks at a girl back in uh, elementary school. It's like if I if I liked them, you know, I love you, man. I'm sorry, I yelled at you earlier. I apologize. Really? Back to Steve? We'll do the rest I'm like of the, the SmackDown like crowd, and you're like AJ Styles and Lawler? We'll do the rest of the show like this. That seems awkward. All right, let's go to the next question from Adam Mayhem. I still, now we're in unison. I still can't see you, though, so that's like the point. rowing. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. Here's the question from your future. Undisputed. H champion with Kenny winning the IWGP heavyweight championship it looked like Cody was going to be next in line now would you rather have Cody winning the ROH belt and the NWA world heavyweight and then, dude, and then have Kenny win the G1 Climax, meaning that he chooses his opponent, 
and him choosing Cody to vanquish him once and for all? Or would you rather have Okada win the G1 Climax and challenge Kenny? Or maybe have Cody win the G1 and come into Wrestle Kingdom as G1 champion, NWA champion, and ROH champion. Debate that. What the hell was that? I don't even know what the question is. You want that guy to be the H champion? Oh man! I wonder if he just he did that after watching Dominion. He was just up all night what like is us. The world up all up like three days in a row. Why does he look like five years older then? I probably look ten years older after we we're done with Dominion because I didn't get any sleep. Man, how to mayhem H champion? I don't know about that, dude. No, it's perfect. Anyways, I go first. What is the question? So uh, essentially, he wants to know uh, how uh, he want this whole Kenny Cody yeah. Okada G one. And if if he did record this after watching Dominion, um, he recorded before it was announced that it, we're gonna get. Cody versus Kenny 2 at G1 Special in the USA. Not to say they couldn't have a, a rubber match at Wrestle Kingdom, but um, since we, we're going to see Cody versus Kenny at G1 Special in San Francisco, did I say in USA before? In San Francisco. And we've seen... Uh, San Francisco's in the United States. Thank you for that. Um, and since we've seen a lot of Omega Okada Northern California. over the last year and a half, I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to say Kota Ibushi wins the G1, challenges Kenny for the IWGP heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom. That's what I want to see. Um, I've only seen a little bit of their match from 2012 in DDT Pro, and it's ridiculous. It's awesome. I think Sami Zayn calls it the best wrestling match he's ever seen, or at least at the time. Um, so uh, if they can do something even close to that, yeah, that's when I want to see main event Wrestle Kingdom. I say this with no snark, no sarcasm, and not because I feel bad for yelling at you earlier, which I still do. You didn't I, need to yell. I that, agree. Was, that was completely... Uh, I agree with everything you just said. I didn't deserve that. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, man. Kota Ibushi versus Kenny Omega. That'd be great. That's what I want to see happen, too. I really don't want Cody to be in the IWGP scene. I think NWA champion is perfect for him. Oh, that's perfect. Because yeah. he can fight guys like James Ellsworth, Nick Aldis, um, Smashing Pumpkins. He can take on all those guys. And it'd be totally cool. Are you okay? Hit my funny bone on the chair. It's called karma, man. That's why you, we need to be united. See, this is see golden you, lovers you, right here. You, by you saying that, I could tell you're not sincere in your apology. Saying, Aging oh, lovers, karma. lemon party. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. All right, let's go on to our next question from <laughs> Chase. Uh, let's see what the Chase in the chase. <laughs> see what Chase has to say. Steve Larson, quick question: Who should WWE sign next female, uh, for a female uh, wrestler? Uh, I see Mia Yim or Jazzy Gabbert. They're both healthy and they're both good. And, uh, yeah, quick note, though. Larson, you are the Kofi Kingston going along. Dropping Luchando's Helton like that. Like Kofi dropped his accent. Bye. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, Chase. Best Hogan match ever. No, that's not the question, man. What is it? What is the question? You have the, the notes right in front of you. Which woman wrestler? Should WWE sign next? You oh, go first. Oh, the next one is the best Hogan match. Yeah, spoiler alert. Oh, man. Oh, give me Sienna. I think she's great. I think she's dealing with some sort of injury or something. I think she had like a blood clot or something. Um, and so, like, she hasn't been on impact lately. But, man, I'm looking forward to her coming back. She's great. She's like a really fantastic. She has a great heel personality. Uh, a really good wrestler. Uh, and uh, she comes out 
uh, with her like she does like the pinkies up thing. It's great. I think she's fantastic. So I'm gonna say Sienna from Impact Wrestling. All right, I'm gonna <clears throat> mention another Impact wrestler, a recent signee, Tessa Blanchard. Wow, what a great answer. Um, Good she- job, you. So we saw her one match in the Mae Young Classic. It was phenomenal. Maybe the best match in the entire tournament. Easily top three. Um, I know she's just recently arrived at Impact. I don't know what kind of deal she has. You know, Impact. I think they just kind of sign on per appearance. So I don't think it's all. I don't think it's a long term thing. Um, uh, yeah, it'd be great if she showed up in NXT. Um, Made her way to the main roster. Yeah, man. She's great. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. Do you watch her on Impact Wrestling right now? I don't watch Impact. She's doing really good stuff. May I ask why you don't watch Impact Wrestling? Um, it's good, man. You should watch it. Do you not, you don't like Moose? I like Moose. You don't like uh, uh, Penta Seto? I, I love me some Pentagon Jr. Yeah. Eli Drake. Yeah, I like Eli Drake, but he's probably going to head to NXT sometimes. Austin Aries. Eli Drake's like in his late 30s. I don't think he's going anywhere. Anyways. Uh, who's next? Minnesota Joe. Oh, I love Minnesota Joe. Hey, friendos. It's the Friendoverse goatee champion, Minnesota Joe, here with another Matt Chat question. Now, this week, I wanted to give a question about Hulk Hogan because you guys, you know, everybody in the world, we all, you know, call him a bad wrestler and they're like, yeah, he wasn't that great in the ring. He was a backstage politic, you know. Sometimes not really as liked, you know, back since, like, you know, everything's happened to him and all that. But, you know, one thing we never really talk about too much is what's the best Hulk Hogan match? What's what's your guys' favorite Hulk Hogan match of all time? Let's just be a little positive for the guy once in a while. Thanks, friendos. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Minnesota Joe. Thank I got to go you, first. Minnesota Joe. At first, I had uh, Hogan versus Macho Man at WrestleMania Five, and I thought about it and said, "No, it's Hogan versus Rock at WrestleMania 18." Mm. Um, Hogan's wrestling skills, such as they were, diminished quite a bit um, when he came back to WWE. I mean, like he could barely do anything. But nonetheless, the way those two uh, captivated that crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it made for such a memorable match. Technically, yeah, it wasn't the best, but it was so enjoyable. The character work was so great. The crowd uh, was so into it. it I'm hard-pressed to think of a better, more enjoyable match that Hogan was involved in. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, I would say Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. Oh, at Halloween Havoc 98, right? Uh, if you want something that's so bad it's good, that's a good one. I don't even know if that's... His match against uh, Warrior at Mania actually wasn't terrible. For like a match between those two guys who were traditionally really bad, it's actually fairly serviceable. The crowd is huge into it. It had a fairly shocking ending. Um, Warrior's face paint came off at one point, and that was weird. It happened on Nolls matches, man. Yeah, it was really flimsy face paint, but to see it on the grandest stage of them all. This is pretty interesting. Um, so I'm I'm going to go with that one. I mean, if you take out, you know, Hogan v. Hidden Cam, which he obviously jobbed to. Um, so beyond that, like, I think that's probably his best match. No, man. I, I haven't seen any of his matches from Japan. From oh, Japan I know, I know. he was Ichiban. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen any of those. Yeah, no. I'd be interested to see uh, uh, if, his, if his ring work was any more... Uh, serviceable. <laughs> His work rate got, you know, above negative two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, right. next up, we got a question from uh, Zach S. 
He's going to talk about TakeOver Chicago. Yeah, let's see what Zach S. has to say. You can watch the many friendos out there. It's your official friendo first. IWGP heavyweight champ Zach S. Come at you with another match at question. The question this week is simple. What match should main event NXT take over Chicago? Should it be Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a street fight? Or Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet? Thanks, boys. Thank you, Zach S. Thank you, Zach S. Steve, you get to go first here. Well, this is easy, man. The freaking NXT title is on the line. Aleister Black versus Lars Sullivan. That's the match that should end the card. It should be always what is the most prestigious title in this NXT championship, Aleister Black versus Lars Sullivan. That should main event. No, it's going to be uh, Ciampa Gargano. Probably will too. be, but it should be. It main event the last takeover. It's the A story right now in NXT. Sadly. It's going to main event. Should it, though? Yeah, what why not? Th- really? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think it should be Undisputed Era versus uh, Danny Burch oh, and Oni Yeah, Larkin. yeah, yeah. Because I want Undisputed Era in the main event all the time. Yeah, okay. See, we can agree on that. Come here. Come on back to me. Can we hug? No. Can we rub butts? <laughs> you got to, you got to, you got to, you're still in my doghouse right now, can man. Can I give you some flowers? That's a start. Really? You would take flowers from me? That's weird. Why is that weird? I don't know. You don't seem like a flower guy. Not really, but it's a gesture. It'd be nice. I got a gesture for you. Load up the next question. Oh, my goodness. You just set yourself way back. <laughs> next for Broken Steve. Let's see what Broken Steve has to say. Good day, verse of Frendo. Broken Steve here with another wonderful match chat question for you this week. My question is, the elite of gold versus the crumbling bullet club of Cody, Marty, Hangman, and question mark. My question is, fill in the question mark. Who is the fourth person to take on the elite of gold? And who wins? Thanks, friendos. Thank you, Broken Steve. Thank you, Broken Steve. Uh, I got to go first. Oh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell and Cody Rhodes are buddies uh, based on Cody uh, showing up on an episode or two or Green Arrow mm-hmm. or Arrow. That's what it's called. I don't really watch the television very much. Well, the character is Green Arrow. Yeah, but the show is just called Arrow. Correct. Um, so I think he would be the fourth member of Bullet Club. We saw uh, Stephen Amell uh, wrestle in WWE in a match. He, he actually did a pre- pre-decent job. He's in great shape. Seems relatively athletic. Um, give us some more training. He could hold his own. Well, maybe not get us a golden elite, but you know he might be serviceable. Um, that's because they're really good. Yeah, no, that's the problem with Stephen Amell, man, is that he's a crap wrestler. But here's the problem, though, is that everybody else in Bullet Club nope. is not aligned with the Cody, Marty, uh, Hangman, Page uh, 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 faction of the faction. I disagree. It's there's, just Stephen Amell. There's one man. One man. Who introduced this man? Uh, it wasn't Cody. Tom it wasn't Tonga. Exactly. But that doesn't mean he's aligned with We him. saw Tom Tonga at Strong Style Evolved essentially told Cody to kick rocks. Yeah. He doesn't like Cody. If he's going to introduce somebody, that person, that in this case, Bone Soldier, is not going to go align himself with Cody. No Taiji way. Taiji Ishimori put on a classic stellar. I'm not, ta- I'm not even talking about storyline. A classic match against uh, uh, Ticking Time Bomb during the, the best of Super Juniors. I think you add him into the match, then you're instantly adding quality wrestler so you storyline on being the leader or whatever. You have Cody, you have Marty, sort of butter him up a little bit. Say, hey, come on, we need you to go take these guys on. And then uh, that's what he does because he's new and he didn't know any better. He doesn't have any allegiances yet. His only allegiance is to Bone Soldier. 
and uh, and then he'll because yeah, it'd be, it'd be the best match. You don't want Stephen Amell in there. It's a distraction. It's like this guy can even run ropes. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, your answer is wrong. No, I think if Stephen Amell's in the match, he only has to worry about like one or two spots, two sequences, and then you got Cody, Marty, and Hangman Page to handle the rest of the match. He'll be fine. No, I mean, give me Taiji Ishimori. No, I he's used to great. Watch him on Impact all the time. Do you watch Impact? Uh, next question from Steve Zodiac Killer. Oh, Adam Nuttall. Um, let's see what he has to say. Hello, Stephen Larson. This is Steve Zodiac Killer, ready and waiting for another match at question. This time the match at question is, what band or musician would you like to see perform a pay-per-view song or soundtrack? Uh, I'd love to hear you guys' opinions. Uh, thank you, and I'll see you next time. Man, I'm starting to get really worried about Adam Nuttall. He's taking this Zodiac Killer thing way too far, and I'm starting to get scared for my own well-being. All right. Not so much for yours. Anyways, uh, moving on. You get to go first. Next question from Thomas Fox. No, we didn't answer his question. Oh, man. Give me Bully. Uh, a lot of people might not know much about Bully. It's this great band uh, from, I don't know, somewhere here, somewhere here in the States. I think they're doing like a European tour right now. You should check them out. They're really good. I could totally see them being doing like a takeover song, more than a WWE song. But maybe that maybe it's the same way. Maybe you do like a, w, a NXT song first, and then you graduate up to WWE main roster status for their theme songs. But I feel like they're just going to get like Kid Rock or Diddy again. Who's doing the theme song for Money in the Bank? Oh, it's the same one they've used for a while. That's a bummer. Yeah. Give me Run the Jewels. Yeah. Um, both LP and Killer Mike are wrestling aficionados. Um, they're pretty darn popular. Look at this picture of a um, grilled cheese sandwich that Britt Baker just put on her Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they, 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 they would, heck, um, use uh, one of their songs for the money the big theme. I think that'd be spectacular. Yeah, man. Give me Run the Jewels. There you go. That's my answer. All right. Well, good answer. You know what? That was thoughtful. Uh, can you just turn this way? That was, I wanted to say something nice to you. That was thoughtful, engaging, synergy. I mean, I could stand without the... You're all trying not so, to smile. So condescending toward me. Come That's on, put, really on the new, me. Can you put on the new question. That's the last video question. We have two really? more check or uh, text questions. Yes. Oh, dear. Thomas Fox has a text question. Which non-UK superstar should be the first to hold the UK championship? Obviously, it should be Roderick Strong. That guy had a beef with Pete Dunne. So give it to Who? the Undisputed Era. You mean Peter Dune? Peter Dune. Well, your answer you wrote down here is Kyle O'Reilly. So? All right. go off script. So I don't mean, You're not even facing the right way right now. I'm facing the way I, I, I want to be facing unless I should like be facing. You look like an idiot. No, you're the one that looks like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> um, so I don't know, it, it, like, does he mean not in the United Kingdom division or not from the United Kingdom? If it's the latter, fucking email. then it's going to be Travis Banks. Uh -huh. He might be my favorite to win this upcoming tournament. He could beat Peter Dune for mm -hmm. the United Kingdom Championship Peter Dune. at the conclusion of this tournament and have... Pete Dunn move on to uh, uh, larger things at NXT and up into the main roster. Travis Banks, great wrestler. Uh, uh, he make a great United Kingdom champion. If we're just talking about someone not in the United Kingdom division, I just thought about this uh, on the way back from getting coffee. Shane Thorne, split up TM61. I know they're really good, um, but uh, heck, you know, split them up. Shane Thorne, he's outstanding. Uh, great wrestler, ton of charisma. Super um, good looking guy. Yeah. And then on the flip side of that, you have Nick Miller. It's like, man, remember that movie Mask? All right, we got one more text question. <laughs> From Eugene Reyna, 
First time question asker on Matt Chat. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you, Eugene. He says, I love the show, and Steve, you're awesome. He says, so Eddie Guerrero's death was exploited for storyline. That much is obvious. Yeah, it was. I, even back then, I felt like, ooh. I know. He says, my question is, is incorporating real-like deaths into storylines really necessary? Oh, real-life deaths. Real-life deaths, yes. Into storyline really necessary. Does it enhance story, or is it just tacky? The answer is totally tacky. Yeah, I was. I was remember remember the uh, CM Punk Undertaker feud leading into WrestleMania. The Paul Bear stuff. Yeah, because that's shortly after he passed away, and just thinking this is too much, way too soon. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I remember thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, it's just, dude. It's come on, man. Come on, it's not good. No. I'm not huge into it. Nor am I. I mean, it's different from like tribute shows. Like tribute shows are totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, you know, if you're, yeah. Yeah. But like in Eddie's case or or Paul Bear's case where they're, yeah. No. Don't need it. Yeah. And with Eddie, they were getting really deep with it. It was like super thick. Yeah. And it was like, man, I don't know. That's not good. It's too much. I mean, you don't need to do it. Just don't do it. No, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Just be cool. Hey, man, just be cool. I'm sorry. I yelled at you. Can you come back around now? This is the end of the show. Are you gonna Are you gonna come back around by Money in the Bank live stream? We'll That's see. hours away. We'll see. Hours away. Let's see if you bring me flowers. I'm not bringing you any flowers. Dude. Well, it's like a waste of money. Can I get you like an e flower? Can I just send you a picture of a flower? What about a? Can I send you a picture uh, of a butthole. What is that? Those called edible edible arrangements. Give me one of those. You want some like weed? No edible arrangements. The fruit. Some cookies? No, the fruit stuff. Oh man, I'll get some. I'll bring some cookies to uh, to the live stream. It's a terrible idea. And then we'll do the live stream. It'll be our high stream. No good? Terrible idea. Really? It'll be in our bloodstream. <sighs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Where's my marker? We'll see you in a few hours for Money at the Bank. I want to write on you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.